What's up, everybody? This is the betrayed, the addicted, and the expert. My name is Brandon, and I am the expert. And I'm Ashlyn, and I was the betrayed. And I'm Kobe, the recovering addict. What you're gonna get is three unique perspectives on recovery and tools for hope and healing. Okay. Happy 2018. Yeah, 2018, here we are. Been on a little break, and yeah. but we're back. Um, Ready to go and renewed. Yep. So today's topic, we are talking about the problem with, with Mr. Nice Guy. Um, becoming a person that is in, we call it in compliance, where you avoid conflict in the relationship just to um, appease the other person and, and make sure that they're happy. The problem is, is it doesn't create happiness in a relationship. It doesn't create happiness in a marriage. And compliance is a, is a great recipe for resentment and disconnection and, and lying. And so why, why we're talking about this is I see it all the time where the scenario is, D-Day happens, discovery happens, he, he either discloses to his wife or he gets caught, and she's upset, and all of a sudden he's, he's Mr. Yes Ma'am. He, no matter what, he'll do anything um, just, to, just to make her happy, and because um, he feels like he has no leg to stand on, and that he, he just has to keep her happy. And the, there's a big problem with this. You know what that problem is, Kobe? It doesn't foster honesty. It doesn't foster authentic living. It's like it it's, sounds more like sobriety in a in a sense than actual recovery. Yeah, because actual recovery is being authentic. Actual recovery is knowing who you are and having that self confidence and that strength. And why you're doing it, right? And why you're doing it. So if you're doing it out of compliance, you don't know who you are. You're just doing it because you're supposed to because somebody else is telling you you have to do these things and you're not actually authentic. And so think about it. Um, if, you, if you've hurt your spouse, you've betrayed your spouse, what chance of rebuilding trust do you have if you're not an honest person, if there's no honesty? <laughs> I'm giggling. <laughs> that is a stupid like, question. No, it's, it's like that a super st- important question, but the, but the irony and the humor for me is underneath that, which is like, I think we talked about this in one of the more recent episodes, and that is, dude, for me, I never, ever, it was never about being honest for me. Interesting. Like, it was never about being It was honest about being sober. It was about not being in trouble and not <laughs> being in a place where she's going to yell at me. Which sounds like crazy. Legit. I mean, he's a good person, which sounds crazy because how do you not care about honesty? Yeah, right. <laughs> it does sound crazy, but but let me just give you some context. So so in my personal upbringing, my dad's a licensed clinical social worker. He's also a white personality, so he's a, he doesn't like conflict. It's like like peace at all costs and at all costs for people as well. And so he never had a backbone. And and. But when my mom pushed him to a, a breaking point, then he would like lose his mind and like mm-hmm. look possessed and like swear and scream and throw things and blah blah blah. And that was the only that was the only kind of backbone kind of behavior that was that was demonstrated to me. And and therefore it was like peace at all costs and, and including at the cost of honesty. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? But but guess what he wasn't creating? 
safety for her. He wasn't creating peace. What? <laughs> 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 peace at all costs, and he's just totally destroying peace in the relationship. Totally. And and that's that's so. Go back to your question. Why isn't it's like why isn't it a thing? I'm just I'm just representing for you. Like this is what it was for me, and so in my marriage it was also the same thing. It was like honesty was never like a factor for me. It was just like I just don't want to have contention. I wanted to be like let's you not know, talk about the hard thing. Yeah, ever, yeah, ever. Let's let's yep. avoid. Let's walk. I'll walk like ten miles around the elephant in the room, <laughs> right, to keep peace. To be sure, like, and you know that that was the case for yeah. sure for me. So as ironic as that sounds, it was never about honesty. Well, notice what you're saying, like. It, it wasn't about honesty. It was about not getting in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And so are you a safe, strong, healthy man in a relationship when all you're worried about is not getting in trouble from your wife? I was, in, I was none of those things that you just no, said. You and sound like a child. Totally. It's not, is that fun as no. a wife to be married to somebody like that? No, and it, it wasn't fun for you, I imagine. No, it sucked. It was <laughs> right. like super lame. Right. It, was, it, was, it was hard, and that's also the reason why. I really didn't understand who I was. I didn't know who I was. I didn't have hobbies. I didn't have friends while in addiction. So you were looking for your answer as to who you were from Ashlyn. And a man doesn't go to his wife to get his strength. He goes to his wife to offer his strength. Same goes for for the woman. Mm -hmm. She doesn't need to get her self-worth from him. She can give her strength to the relationship. So when you're going to her to get your strength, then you're going to get compliant. You're going to avoid conflict yeah. because you want her to, to be happy because if she's happy, therefore you're good, right? Yeah. Th- then you're okay. Yeah. Um, what if you do something and she's not happy? Um, you know, it, it's actually sometimes a good thing in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So l- let me give you an example. Um, this week um, I had a guy in group come in, and he had, he'd relapsed a couple days prior and he was frustrated and he was in victim and he was kind of upset. And he's like, you know what, last night, so I run my groups at 7 in the morning. He's like, last night it was 1230 at night and my wife, um, my wife wanted me to do the dishes and I wanted to go to bed. Like I was so tired. I knew I had group in the morning and I, I just wanted to go to bed. That's where I was at. And, uh, and I'd relapsed a couple days prior. And so she... I told her like, no, I'm not going to do the dishes right now. I don't, I don't want to. I'll do them in the tomorrow. And she turned to me and she said, look, right now you don't have a leg to stand on. You just relapse. So get over here and do the dishes, right? Like your penance, man. Yeah. So, so think about his his dilemma here. What's the in order to create safety in the relationship? What's the the helpful thing for him to do in a situation like what, this? It's what's completely counterintuitive what he's actually probably thinking right yeah. and and that's that's a really hard place to be in um for both i would say because it's going to be really confusing for the person who's betrayed so there's a way for it not to be confusing okay and this is this is advanced recovery but this is where when guys start to get this they start to create safety again in the relationship um, he could get very prideful and angry and say, screw you. I'm, look, I have to have a backbone, so I'm not going to do those dishes, right? That's not going to create safety. That's the opposite of compliance. 
Um, he could fake smile and say, yeah, you're right. I'm a horrible person, so let me do the dishes. And what's that going to do for him? Put him further in shame? Shame and resentment. Oh, yeah. He's going to resent totally. her like crazy. He's gonna, he, he, he is acting out in his shame. He's saying, look, I, my, my boundaries, my truths don't mean anything. They're nothing. So I'm not going to speak them. I'm just going to comply and go along with this, right? So neither one of those options is awesome, Mm-mm. okay? So, <laughs> totally. so, so yeah. I, what, I like that word counterintuitive because that's exactly what it is, is what he needs to do is not disconnect from her emotions. She's, she's throwing a bit of connection out to him. That's a very good opportunity for him to rebuild trust in the relationship. Um, and and what's, what's she really saying when she's saying, hey, you better come do these dishes because you relapsed and you hurt me. What? She's saying, I, I'm hurt. Yeah, I'm hurt. I'm still hurting and I need you to be here, right? And show exactly. me that you're here. Exactly. Now she's doing it in an unhealthy, controlling way, but she's saying, I want to know that, that I'm important to you and that you love me. Yeah. I'm, and I'm really scared that you don't. So he needs to see that and empathize with that feeling and understand that for her before he jumps to get over it. I'm not doing that. Right. So, um, so that's the first step is to connect to her emotion. The second step is to stay true to himself and to stay honest. So he might understand like, like stop and say, honey, I can tell that, that I can tell that this would mean a lot to you for me to do the dishes right now. And you're probably really scared about whether I care about you right now or not. And I want to reassure you that I do, and you probably don't feel like I do because I just relapsed. And right now doing the dishes won't work for me. If I do them, I'll resent you. I'll do them in the morning. I love you. I'm going to bed, right? Do you see? And and you know what? She might be left with being a little bit upset, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you really walked away and didn't do the dishes after you understood how I feel? But you know what that does long-term in the relationship? For me, I, I see it as something they both are learning from. She's learning that she can instead maybe share her feelings. Of, inst- of instead of she, controlling yeah, him. And saying, this is your kind of ultimatum of this is how I feel. And he can learn it and say, okay, I have to be able to stand and hold my boundaries and figure out what is okay and what is not okay. For me, who am I as a man? Because I look at that and think it's a little bit of self-care too for him to say, I have to go to bed. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, long term, what what she's going to understand is, look, even when it's hard, even when I don't like it, he's willing to be honest with me. He's willing to be, he, he can stand on his own two feet. He doesn't get his validation as a man or his self-worth for me and he can be honest with me i think that's the part just just listening to this because this is this is still even a in in a lot of ways novel for ashla and i um not totally but i think that's the big point just looking at this especially considering what i said earlier about honesty and if we can if in these situations if if i can make this about being honest because i'm gonna feel like there's no way I want to do the dishes right now. But if I can really say, let me preface what I'm going to say with what's important to me to be honest right now. Okay, good. That's excellent. Then that's a platform to say, I'm not feeling the dishes at all. And as much as, you know, I read up a couple of days ago and I realized that you're hurt. I'm just not feeling the dishes. I got to get up early. 
I'm more than willing to do it in the morning. But I really got to be honest with you and say, I just need some sleep. Right. And and maybe that's really going to be, I guess, because in these moments, let me just let me just represent the, uh, the the addict here. It's super super hard to think outside of the fight or flight of I'm I just messed up and I'm feeling shame like I'm a horrible person. You're wallowing in that shame, totally right? in that emotion, totally. And so I want to historically I would have taken flight to be compliant, mm-hmm. just because. I didn't want conflict. And so it's hard to think and process rationally in this in this moment when there's opportunity to connect, but also more importantly to be honest. And so if you can just have this a canned response of, okay, this is an opportunity for me to be, to be honest, and then just say, okay, I, it's really important for me to be honest right now. Then you can say exactly what it is that you're thinking. It's not like, right. hey, screw you. I don't want to do the dishes. Like, right. That's not it. It's this is my truth. Right. I'm really tired, and I think we're all better served by me going to bed. Yep, I like that, Kobe. Because right. it's having it's having the tool to say, wait, if I just use this on-ramp transitional statement that's just in my pocket and I can use any time, that might help me, to be honest. Right. you want to do that. Right. It's that, hard. They're, they're uh, you know, you're talking about your dad. He, he was trying to maintain peace, mm-hmm. right? He's a white personality, maintain peace. Um, why was he trying to maintain peace? It's comfortable for yeah. He, it's yeah. it's 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 uncomfortable. It's painful for him, um, so he maintains peace. Okay, so um, is that an act of love? No, it's not an act of love for himself nor for anybody else. It's selfish. So it's selfish for him to be Mister Nice Guy. Mm-hmm. It seems backwards. It seems like oh, what a. I don't mean to rip on your dad or anything. That's no, what no, I'm no, I don't feel like it. I'm talking about compliers in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes both ways. Oh, my gosh. And I got to say, um, yeah, uh, wives in relationships do this all the time um, where they're trying to please their husband and do everything they can to keep the peace in the relationship. And it would be good for her to have some conflict there. Um, so that they can have real connection in the relationship. But the point that I'm trying to make is it, it being a complier, of be, being a caretaker or a rescuer in a relationship, um, it seems so selfless, but it's very much a selfish manipulation. And so, um, you know, I could, my wife could say, hey, Brandon, go mow the lawn. And if I love mowing the lawn, so I probably just go mow the lawn. Um, but if I go and do that just because she's forcing me to do that, but she, it puts a smile on her face, I'm going to resent her. I'm going to disconnect from her long and term. The <laughs> like, and the smile. And the smile on her face. Yes, like, yeah. <laughs> why, why are you smiling? <laughs> um, sobriety out of compliance is not recovery. Not even... Not even a little bit. Not and even close because you're still lying. You're still manipulating the situation. So you could have two years of sobriety and you still suck at recovery. Because so, Brandon, to be clear, would this be because we've done this in our relationship where it's I need you to go to group. I need you to go to 12 step. I need you to go to these things because that's what our therapist said to do. Uh-huh. And he goes with no intention of actually doing doing anything. anything. But he's going. That is compliance. And he's also saying, hey, uh, I'm going. For sure. Right? I own that real estate for a long time. 
So, <laughs> right. So that time. that is compliance, and and um, you know, because what will happen long term with that? I mean, more of the same. I mean, it's just going to be a matter of if I'm in that place of compliance, it's simply a matter of time until relapse comes again. Right. Your heart needs to change, not just your actions. Totally. So you can go down the checklist of what she's telling you to do. Yeah. But if, if you're doing it just to manipulate her back into not divorcing you or staying in the relationship with her, mm-hmm. then you're going to relapse again. You're going to resent her. You're going to disconnect from her. Yeah. But if you and, – and those things that your therapist gave you to do, they're, they're good things. Right. Right? Totally. And they help for recovery. So they're awesome. But if you're cracking the whip the whole time to oh, get yeah. that to happen, then you're not going to cre- recreate safety. It would be better for Kobe to um, stand on his head in the, you know, for five minutes a day if that helped him get humble and honest and, and open in his recovery Completely. than to comply and go to a recovery meeting, right? Well, and the interesting thing, I had three women reach out to me this week on this exact topic, and they were saying it doesn't feel real mm-hmm. like he's doing all the things right but it doesn't feel real and it's we're not connected it's not functioning and to me that's what this is right it's- yes so let me let me speak to that let me, let me answer if you're a, a, a woman with betrayal trauma and um, these are some indicators to look at whether or not he's he's complying or not okay so one is that he is he is definitely proactive in his own recovery that means he loves it He's doing it. He, you know, he's he's the one that wants to listen to these podcasts. Um, he's the one who's going to his recovery meetings and getting his sponsor. And you're not cracking the whip. The other thing that shows that he's not in compliance is that he is willing to disagree with you. He's willing to have his own opinion, um, not in a prideful, rigid, angry way but in an honest, vulnerable way where he can stand his ground. That's a very good sign that he's not in compliance. Um, another good indicator is that he doesn't come, come at you all the time with bucket loads of resentment. You know, every little argument you have, he brings in all kinds of stuff. Wait, well, keeps the score? And throws it back in your face. Is that yeah, what you mean? my wife. My wife calls it the archives. Like, no. okay, here come the archives. <laughs> you know, she hasn't said that in a long time, That's which is good, a good Brandon. thing. Yeah, <laughs> well uh, but but yeah, if he's bringing in the archives, you know, then that means that he hasn't been honest in the past. Yeah, he hasn't been boundaried. He hasn't stepped up when he's needed to, and so then he's hung on to things because of his compliance. So what you're saying is every time the score comes out. That score is indicative of a moment where there was not authentic living and there was resentment. Right. To and be it, used in future. And it's not the fault of, of it's not the fault of the person no. who did it. It's no. it's the problem of the person who didn't stand up and have a boundary and deal with the conflict in that moment. Totally. Right. So another guy the, today at group, he's he's been he is Mr. Compliant. Like I could put him in the dictionary. Like he, his wife, he's like a puppy dog on a string, and she just, like, yanks him everywhere. Wow. And um, she's going to therapy. She's getting healthy. She's doing well. And he told this story about how he held a boundary with her yesterday. And he's like, I was so scared. I, was, I didn't know what to say. And, 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 and he's like, and she hated it. But, but she loved it. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> totally. because, because afterwards, 
afterwards she's like, oh my gosh, like he's this he's, is good. This is good. He he has strength. He's stepping up here. I absolutely can relate to that. When he started to get boundaried and to really figure out who he was, it was kind of maddening. Like, crap, I don't like new Kobe because new Kobe cares who he is. He cares about, like, our relationship. All these things that you want, but it's just different. Right, right. You know what's crazy, Ashlyn, is these. I, I work with all these guys and – they want to have sex more with their wife and this and that. And they, they want more connection. They want, and, and I tell them, if you want that, then, then you need to be safe. And if you want to be safe, then you need to be strong on your own two feet. You need to know who you are. And so it's interesting. You know, your wife, you, guys, I'm giving you a secret here. Your <laughs> wife will want you more, will like you more if you are willing to stand your ground. Stand your ground. Be honest with her and be strong, right? Truth is, truth is a remedy for many, many things. Like living your truth, owning your truth, and and I'm just a big, big believer that um, as hard as that is, and, and and I will say this too. I just thinking about this. One of the one of the obstacles that I had with speaking my truth is, is it wasn't just about keeping peace, but it was also like, I don't want to speak my truth and then feel like I'm being rejected because of how Ashley uh, responds. That's a good point. Go right? And, and 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 so that just the 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 time traveling into the future was always a deterrent for being true in the moment. It's not just and it's total rubbish. It's not just about being uncomfortable because of the conflict. It's yes. uncomfortable because the, of the rejection that yes. you might get the, from speaking. Now, I will say this. It's not rejection, it's perceived rejection because yes. I guarantee you like when we've had moments where I've said, okay, that doesn't work for me, this conver- I'm going to disconnect, mm-hmm. right? I, yeah. I don't think it too. But when I said that, you didn't like it, and I knew you didn't like it. <laughs> but I had to like disconnect from the, even the idea of Ashlyn, the way that she's responding, is a rejection of me because it's not. And I promise you this. Like I thought many times <laughs> that Ashlyn was going to reject me, um, but the ultimate rejection would have been, Kobe, you cheated on me once, deuces. I'm out. Like you would have left a long time ago and I give you plenty of reason to leave a long time ago, but you didn't. But somehow those little bitty moments of, of perceived my own self perceived rejection about by Ashlyn. That's not reality. Right. It's not real rejection. It's what I perceive as her rejection of me, which is totally wrong. That kept me from it. And so that's what I wanted. That's the distinction I want to be able to make. Right. Yeah. You look at the evidence and she's hung with you through a lot of hard things. Totally. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Right. Bumps to you. <laughs> so I, I, I was working years ago with this guy who he came in just full of resentment toward his wife, angry, resentful. And he's like, I never get to go where I want to for dinner. And so I'm talking to him. And I'm like, well, what do you say to her when, you know, you're going on a date? He's like, well, I always just say I don't care. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. You know, yeah, so he's resentful toward her. But, okay, if you care, then care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's blaming her. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've all done something yeah. like that. Oh, right. for sure. Right. But but I will say though, there's nothing there, there's nothing more satisfi- satisfying than l- having lived a life where it's not okay for me to speak my mind. And my mom was actually, it was not okay in my house either. Um, my mom perceived any kind of disagreeing as disrespectful. If I disagreed with how she ran things, then it was disrespectful and just not okay. And, and so she would like, and, and she was. She was only 5'2", but she was really loud about it, right? Right, right. <laughs> Big in presence. And so it was kind of like this duality 
of, 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 of nurturing that I received that speaking my mind and being honest was a no, no. Right. Right. So once I actually did do it, it was like, Oh my gosh, this is what it feels like. Right. This feels rad. Are you kidding me? Right. Um, and in the truth that those instances don't happen a lot, but what I, but what I do know though, is that, um, I can feel it when I, when I'm not authentic to what I'm, what my emotions are and I don't share them. Yes. I can feel it pent up like fire in me. Yes. And, and that's always the physical indicator to me, like the, the internal physical indicator that I need to just speak this otherwise, cause there's a little, there's like little embers of resentment. Right. Yeah. And, and then you explode. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if I can speak it. Yeah, for sure. Then it's like, oh my gosh, that wasn't that big a deal. And Ash is always like totally cool with it. Yeah. Right. To your credit. I was just going to ask for an example on the other side of this for the betrayed, uh, uh, what that looks comply? like. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's just as much as the attic. But so. that's like heartbreaking though. Just from my perspective, like thinking about that, like the poor woman who is... Not how about how about this truth. one, Ashlyn? Um, their husband is lying, cheating, um, in denial, blaming her, um, verbally and emotionally abusing her. Yet he he wants to have sex, and so she has sex with him. Now, can you see how that's compliant? Uh-huh. Yeah. Would she want? I mean, does she really want to have sex with him? No. No way. Yeah. But why does she? Because she wants him to stay. Maybe that will make Out him change fear. his mind. Yeah. Right? She wants to avoid the conflict. She wants to control the situation. Looks like she's be doing something nice. She's, mm-hmm. you know, giving something to him. But no, that's not that. that that's not honest. And that's compliance. Um, things like all, all kinds of things you can see in the relationship where she'll jump in and she'll do things that are against her truth just to make him happy. So that so that she can avoid the conflict, um, things like look, we need to go to therapy. Like I'm gonna go. Oftentimes the guy will say no. Like we're good. That won't help. That's too expensive. We can't do that. Um, and she'll go along with it and she'll shut up. Um, compliance is another example that I see a lot. Is okay. I betrayed you. I hurt you. Um, she wants to go talk to somebody. Tell a sister. Tell a friend. And he says, no, you can't. It's too uncomfortable for me. So she goes along with it. Yet she knows that she needs support. So then she's locked down in this isolation, resentment toward him, and not doing what her heart and her emotions are telling her to do. So I could go on and on. Um, There is another side to this, which is, okay, we're saying don't be a complier. Um, The other side is, is the other person in the relationship, which is to create as much safety as you can for that other person to be honest in, to, with you, right? Like, I hope that my wife knows that she can tell me things that I don't agree with. And I hope that she knows that I can try to understand those things. Um, I can validate her and why she feels that way and and support her in those things as long as it works within my boundaries. Right? Meaning like, I want to make sure that I'm safe for Ashlyn to be able to speak her truth. And so I have to know what she needs from me so I can provide sufficient safety for her to speak her truth. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. So like if Ashlyn said to you, uh, the example I always give is, Hey, pack your bags. We're joining the circus. Um, you could as a, well, you could as a complier, just pack your bags and join the circus. 
Or you could try to understand why she wants to go do that and be safe for her to do that, right? Just so you know, Ellie, our daughter, does want to join the circus. <laughs> <laughs> it's that movie, Greatest Showman. She's, oh, that's she's a great show. She wants to be in the circus. Um, she, told, she told you, but she didn't tell me, which is interesting. But still, nonetheless, she wants to join the circus. So if I say to my wife, look, I really don't want to do the dishes tonight. And she's saying, I want you to. Um, hopefully she has enough trust and respect for me that she can say, I get it. It's okay. Thank you for being honest with me. I'd rather have you not resent me and do the dishes, and I'd rather have you go to bed. You know, So she's safe for me to say that, too. Mm-hmm. That's an example yeah, of that, like that. Right? So. What do you need, Ashlyn, for safety for me? And, and in fact, I, I know that like, I'm not just asking this as like, an idle question, but legit. It's like, I'm not even sure. Like, you saying that, but it makes me question, like, I don't even know if I can tell you what you need so I can be safe. No, I think just you showing how you, the example you gave earlier of, from, I need to be honest here. And when you can do that, that is exactly what I need. I need absolute truths. And when I get that, then I'm okay. And I can deal with the answer. Right. Yeah, that's it. That's. Again, that's not an easy. That's not, it's still not an easy one. It, it's e- it's so much easier than it used to be. Actually, I don't even know that ever actually ever happened. In truth, outside of conversations, outside of me being honest about no, I don't want to go eat at Taco Bell or something like that, right? <laughs> Deciding on where we're going to eat dinner, like anything anything hard, I just couldn't be honest about. But it's it's so much easier. Although it takes a conscious effort a lot of times for me um, to get to that place where I'm okay saying it. Right. I, to, to finish up, I want to say this: get your answer outside of your relationship. What I mean by that is get your answer about your self-worth outside of your partner. Because if you can do that, if you get your answer about I'm enough, I'm worthy of love, um, I'm okay, um, if you know that at your core, then you are comfortable with a disagreement with your partner. You're comfortable with being honest with them. And you can actually love your partner instead of use your partner um, for that self-worth. You can connect to them. You can, you can communicate effectively. So, so that's the real work. That's the underneath work to be able to not be a complier, is to find that self-worth elsewhere. I agree. So. And to follow up with that first story you gave us, I feel like that whole idea of um, when we know each other's love language, it, it sounded like she was requesting, right? Um, right? If you do the dishes, then that shows me that you love me. She's probably acts of service, right? Right. right. And when we talked about this last night, when a guy says, "I just need you to, I just need to have sex," like that will make me feel better. It's probably physical touch, right? right? And so I think even acknowledging those things, you're trying to gain it from the relationship, right? Yes. Yeah, you're trying to get it from the relationship. Which it's this healthy thing that you, this is the thing you need. But there's a but difference a between connecting in those right. ways, like like feeling, that does feel good, right? But then having to have that in order to be okay for your self-worth. And it doesn't and feel right and healthy on either end when it's done in that when way. When it's done in that way, no. It, it's not love. You're consuming, you're using each other. So. This is really what you're what you're talking about is like the self self soothing versus getting soothing from other people. Like taking care of self, honoring yourself, and knowing self, got needs. honoring yeah. self, taking care of self, totally. and then you can show up for the other person. Yeah, With that's, the that's love really language. what you're saying. <laughs> yep. That's a good point. That's a super good point. Yep. This is really good, and I think this is super super common. I mean, in my experience, it totally was. And, and as a stereotype, it's like 
talk with a lot of people, a lot of guys who are like this as well. Right. And um, it's not an easy thing to do, but it's possible to do this. Right. Can I add just some last Toast. things? We, we got some things on the horizon in terms of content um, that's, that's going to be really helpful for your relationship. Um, I have some courses I've been working on. We've been working on some courses as well, some audio courses, and it's really exciting. Um, I'm excited about it. So uh, go to our website, betrayedaddictedexpert.com. You can find information there about it, or check us check it out on our Facebook page and uh, get more information about that. And awesome. as always, we love your reviews. So when you guys can give us those, um, it keeps us going, and we are reminded of the things um, that we need to be sharing here for you yeah. guys. Yeah, we so, love that. Yeah, thank you. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Hey, guys, See peace ya. out.